0: The Family Immortal. The new novel in the Tales of the Vampire Hadley Price book series by W.J. Oniver. Available in paper book or ebook at your favorite online bookstore. Tales of the Vampire Hadley Price books. Read the Red. Believer, a short story from the Tales of the Vampire Hadley Price by W.J. Onifer, copyright 2019. Get your copies of Tales of the Vampire Hadley Price books at your favorite online bookstore. And now, Believer, read by the author. The small woman vampire Hadley Price opened a very expensive bottle of sherry, and poured it on the grave of Kent Albert Christian. He was the great-grandfather of her current loyal human servant, Oliver Christian. Most vampires employed a human they trusted who dealt with legal and financial matters for them, long-term financial matters. That, and they saw to dead body disposal and other esoteric vampire needs. Hadley's association with the Christian family went back nearly 200 years literally half the time she had been a vampire the moon was full on this clear cool night a calm night hadley thought calm like kent himself never flashy but always calm and reliable and an always affable man who loved his sherry hadley didn't believe for a second that kent received that cordial he was dead He had been for over 75 years, and if he could manifest himself as a ghost he would probably, she thought, ask why she wasted such a fine vintage by pouring it into the ground. She smiled at that, Kent, and his subtle sense of humor. Hadley had learned not to make personal ties with humans she associated with who knew what she is. Humans lived tragically short lives. But there were few humans, very few, who did touch the heart of this vampire. Kent had earned her respect, and more than that, her affection, and she still occasionally missed him. Hadley sensed that someone was approaching her. She likewise sensed that the person was no threat. "'It appears that I have the good fortune this evening of being in the presence of the guardian angel.' a male voice said behind her, then added, A former lover? Hadley turned around, Oh, hello, Andrew, thank you for your kind words. No, he was a loyal human servant of mine many years ago, a nice man. The vampire Andrew Burke was in the cemetery this evening to visit Beth, or rather, Beth's grave. And yes, she was a former lover another human who touched the heart of a vampire. He's with God now, Mrs. Price, Andrew said. With God? Hadley said. Really? Kent had close connections with vampires, me in particular. Not exactly your God's favorite kind of people. God is a forgiving God, Andrew said, if you believe. Don't start, Andrew. You have your beliefs and I have mine. Let's just agree to disagree on that." Hadley didn't expect that he would drop the subject. Believers tend to not do that. Hadley was just about to come up with ways to shut him down when they both suddenly looked in the same direction. A human, Andrew said, sensing the other. A live human, Hadley said, likewise sensing the other. No zombies tonight, so far. But who knew what could be restless buried underground in any graveyard? I'll take care of this, Mrs. Price. Be my guest. The live human man stepped forward into the moonlight. You have interrupted our privacy, Andrew said. Go away. Interrupted the privacy of vampires, the human said. I knew I'd find vampires here. Find vampires, Hadley said, in a cemetery? It may be creepy-cool to associate vampires with cemeteries, Hadley thought. Downright cliché. But this guy obviously doesn't know that we do not sleep in caskets and we do not frequent cemeteries. Andrew and I just happened to be here tonight. So this human is going on what he believes about the clichés, not on any real research. There's more vampires at the average mall or standing behind a human at the checkout line at the grocery store. They thought it was crazy to believe in vampires, the human said. They all said that, but they'll believe too. He took out a cell phone and pointed it at Andrew. The cam flash bathed the area in a brief explosion of white. Andrew grabbed the phone from his hand, dropped it on the ground and crushed it under his heel. This human has no confirmation that Andrew and I are vampires, Hadley thought. Only his belief that we are. Even if he did manage to post it online, Andrew didn't show his fangs. Destroying the guy's cell phone, however, didn't do anything to dispel his vampire belief. Quite the opposite. Stay back, the human man said. He pulled an object out of his coat and pointed it at Andrew. Ugh! Andrew emoted in pain. He fell to his knees. That's not very dignified, Andrew, Hadley said. Get up off the ground. But Mrs. Price, Andrew said, he has a... I see what he has, she said calmly. Hadley did not open her mouth. Her fangs, however, were extended, easily seen by the human man as they overlapped her bottom lip. The human man escalated this by holding out a crucifix, "'One good escalation deserves another, thus the fangs.' "'So,' the human man said, "'another one.' He waved the cross in Hadley's direction. That brought a smile of amusement to her face, brandishing that crucifix at her had no effect whatsoever. Actually, it did have an effect. She laughed. It was a cute (laughs) giggle that shook her whole petite body. (laughs) "'What's so funny?' "'That's Hadley Price.' Andrew said, the vampire known as the Guardian Angel, a legend among her kind. She's more powerful than most of us in the vampire race. She can do things that most of us can't. It isn't surprising that she laughs at your crucifix. This little gal is some kind of super vampire, the human said. Yeah, right. Just look at her. She's not exactly the leggy Elvira type. Hadley raised one eyebrow. She was clearly not happy with being spoken about in such dismissive terms. Yes, she was a tiny woman, but she did have great gams. They were just smaller. Both of her eyeballs darkened to a shiny obsidian black. Further escalation. The human gasped, seeing that. The male vampire, too, was momentarily spooked. Andrew did not know how to do that. You're a dead man, Andrew said. No one insults the guardian angel. Kill him and waste some perfectly good blood, Hadley said, looking at Andrew. It was a reference to the vampire taboo of drinking the blood of the dead. She looked at the human. So you believe that vampires are real, Hadley said. Yes, I've always believed that vampires are real, the human said, and with that belief I found him. And you. Who sent you? Hadley asked. John Watts. Who? the human said, not knowing the person Hadley mentioned. Just as I suspected, Hadley thought. He's not one of the Watts family vampire hunters. Just a whack jump conspiracy theorist. An overnight radio fan who listens regularly to Coast to Coast AM. Someone chasing tall tales of shadow people. Ghosts and Bigfoot. Someone who had a particular interest in the vampire myth. Someone who discovered the dangerous truth of that myth and now believes that vampires are real. Provided that he lives to see tomorrow, Hadley thought, I'll have to remember to tell the shadow people the next time I run into one that this guy is persistent and could be a nuisance. But right now, Hadley thought, This human needs to learn some manners. She walked up to him, reached out and grabbed the leather belt around his waist. She lifted him off the ground and held him over her head. Whoa, he said. He outweighed her by a good 100 pounds. One arm held over her head. The human man kicked his arms and legs, but Hedley's grip over him never diminished. Don't toss him too far away, Andrew said in a humorous tone. Hadley let go of the human man, took a sidestep, and he dropped to the ground. No tossing involved. One official lesson in manners. Somehow, he held on to the crucifix. Yup, the human thought. This gal is some kind of super vampire. Like I said, she's more powerful than most of us, Andrew said, and merciful. If you insulted any other vampire, they'd rip your arm off and laugh as you bled to death. I know I would, but you're there on the ground, with the wind knocked out of you, but no broken bones and you're not bleeding. Andrew here is no slouch, Hadley said. If you didn't have that cross, he'd be feeding on you right now, drinking deeply of your blood. And as with any discreet vampire, he would do that swiftly and efficiently. He wouldn't take a threatening pose in front of you bare his fangs and bulge his eyes with exaggerated red blood vessels. That's sloppy behavior for any real vampire, and all based on human movies, mostly the Hammer films. But the Hammer films did get one thing right, the human said. The cross didn't work on Hadley, but when he returned to wave it at Andrew, that vampire put his arm up to shield himself and once again cowered on the ground. "'Crosses are very effective as a weapon against vampires,' the human said. "'Are you a believer?' Hadley asked. "'A believer?' "'The whole Jesus thing,' Hadley said. "'Are you a religious man?' "'Well, no.' "'It's been said,' Hadley remarked. "'The one has to be a believer for that to work. "'But as you can see, the Hammer films, never mind movies like Fright at Night, did get it wrong.' The one holding the crucifix does not need to be a believer for it to work. The human felt more empowered with the confirmation of that. Andrew, Hadley said, are you a religious man? She already knew the answer to that. Yes, Jesus Christ is my personal savior. It says in John chapter 6, verse 2, Spare me the Bible recitation, Hadley said. I really like you, Andrew. But you're damn annoying when you start quoting the book. A vampire who is a believer? The human said. Why not? Hadley said. And the human hesitated. Crosses only work on vampires who are believers? Yes, Hadley said. And just try poking your crucifix at a Buddhist, Sikh, or Muslim vampire. See how far that'll get you. All of a sudden, the human didn't feel so empowered. Belief is a funny thing. Hadley said It can be so powerful And the reason The human said That this cross doesn't work on you Is because She's the guardian angel Andrew interjected Of course it doesn't work on her That may or may not be the reason Hadley said But I can't confirm one thing What's that? The human asked The lack of belief Is also powerful Before he could say anything Hadley moved in on the human man He was startled by the speed and once again the strength of such a small woman as she snatched the crucifix from his hand she broke the wooden figure in half then tossed each half in opposite directions with speed that astonished the human andrew stood up the cross was no longer a cross so he was no longer affected by it he wasn't as fast as hadley but he was inhumanly fast all the same Hadley was an intimidating vampire, those creepy black eyes, strength way beyond her size, but the truth is she was a petite woman, a small cutie. It made her all the more dangerous because with that she could so easily conceal her vampire identity. Andrew was neither small nor cute. Without the cross, Andrew was the very personification of the tall, frightful vampire man, everything the human believed a vampire should look like danger not concealed and now it was the vampire believing human who cowered on the ground in fear thank you mrs price andrew said my pleasure hadley said see you around andrew hadley walked away from andrew as he moved in to feast on the human's blood she returned her eyes to a human-looking normal and retracted her fangs. Yes, she thought, as she glanced back at Kent Christian's grave. Belief can be so powerful. After all, Kent continues because I sometimes think of him. I always will. Christian, Hadley thought. Of all the names for a vampire's loyal human servant, Kent will be immortalized in my memory. A very long vampire memory. That's what I believe. And more than that, Hadley thought, that's what I know. Behind me, however, is a human who is a believer and a vampire who is a believer. And those beliefs did nothing to help either one of them. This has been a reading of Believer, a short story from the Tales of the Vampire Hadley Price, written and read by W.J. Onifer. Technical assistance by Jesse Guerin. Music by Jason Shaw at audionautix.com. Sound effects by freefx.co.uk. Get your copies of Tales of the Vampire Hadley Price books at your favorite online bookstore. Like us at Tales of the Vampire Hadley Price books on Facebook.